ninth episode of pixels polygons and fun the video game podcast where we talk about anything under the video game sun i am odin we're also gathered here today with Gingy. we're gathered with colo stardust and riley what's going on everybody hi hello flawless absolutely flawless <laughs> i would that also like lovely. to add that yeah <laughs> I would like to add that Stardust is our special guest today on the podcast. Yay, I'm special. And you yourself are also a special guest. Nah, man, I'm a host. Sam <laughs> promotes himself. Whoa, hey. Hey. Calm down there, Odin. <laughs> Don't go mad with power. <laughs> I have the Gingy, power. Everyone's, everyone's Gingy, been next the thing you know. It's just the Odin show now. Next thing you know, Odin's gonna be claiming that he's the best host of Pixels. Like, I was... Well, not like I, because everybody knows that I was the best of uh, Variety Hour, so... Hush, Colo, hush. Lol. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Nah, I, Won't will, you, uh... I will let you guys know what the uh-oh is after the show, but with that lovable intro aside, good job, Odin. We Thank have you! a phone call we have to make so we will be right back oh yes i see good news everyone all right welcome back to the news you guys got some stuff to talk about today pulling from gamesindustry.biz written by brandon sinclair activision blizzard and google sign esports cloud deals So Activision Blizzard and Google today announced a multi-year strategic partnership covering esports broadcasting cloud services. Under the agreement, Google-owned YouTube will be the worldwide exclusive streaming provider outside of China for the live coverage of the publisher's entire range of esports competitions that includes the Call of Duty League, the third season of the Overwatch League, which starts February 8th. It will also cover... Hearthstone World of Warcraft esports competitions. As as for the other part of the agreement, Google Cloud will be Activision Blizzard's preferred cloud services provider. Excuse me. Huh. Quote, we have worked closely with Activision Blizzard for the past few years across mo- mobile titles to boost its analytics capabilities and overall player experience, said Google Cloud head of gaming Sunil Rayan. Rayan, we are excited to now expand our relationship and help power one of the largest and most renowned game developers in the world. This deal 
excuse me, may have been seen as a blow to Amazon on both fronts. Amazon owns Twitch, the streaming video service that previously held exclusive third-party broadcast rights for an assortment of Blizzard competitions, including the first two seasons of Overwatch League. Um, yeah, responding to new CEO of streaming production platform and tracking firm Stream Elements. Ron Nurse suggested the deal can be a more effective approach to exclusivity in the streaming space than securing deals with high-profile influencers, influencers like Ninja or Shroud. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Ninja. Can can we treat Ninja on Pixels like we treat Sharon on Pokemon Variety Hour and just say redacted instead of actually saying his name? Sure. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's that. So who else? Well, okay. Who else has some wonderful news? I got some news. Go for it, Riley. As I have been doing, with the exception of one week for like a year now, I've got some Fortnite-related news for you. This is a nice, a nice little wholesome one that I found from IGN.com, written by Joseph Noop. Fortnite Pro pays off mom student loans during stream. Aww. Yeah, it is wholesome. The mother of a pro Fortnite streamer re received a late Christmas present recently and a touching moment of charity and familial love in the video game space, according to The Loadout via PC Games N. Aiden Conrad, who sports a, fo who sports a follower count of 1.4 million people on Twitch, called his mother during a recent stream to inform her that he had paid off her student loans using the profit from his streaming career. Before he revealed his deed, Conrad's mother replied and typically mother... The bad words can't read them. In typical motherly fashion, saying she didn't need anything. I don't need anything, Aiden. You've done enough for me, Conrad's mother says, spurring him to smile on stream. And blah 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 tells the story. He paid his he paid his mother's student loans on stream. Very wholesome, wholesome story to warm your hearts. He used. His massive profits from playing this very popular game to help his mother pay off her student loans. That is wholesome. That is. That's so nice. Very good. Very wholesome. And mm. also, I definitely need to um, prepare for Vito's arrival because I forgot about him. So, color reduce. Alright, so Pulling from games gamesindustry.biz, written by Brendan Sinclair. Uh, no, U.S. game content, that. U.S. game content revenue hits 35.4 billion dollars in 2019. That's a lot of money. Ugh. All right. So the Entertainment Software Association announced that revenues from U.S. gaming content totaled 35 billion. In 2019, up 2% since 2018. Uh, the figure, the figures account for 
for all software and in-game purchases, including those on U.S. mobile games. Hmm. Okay. Wow. And then I saw on Twitter, so this isn't a, uh, I did double check it, it is accurate, but uh, let me, let me double check it, where's my, okay, fine, don't, don't open it at all, please. Anyway, oh, there it is, okay. So, the, so on Twitter, uh, Eric Barone, the creator of Stardew Valley, tweeted uh, two days ago that Stardew Valley has sold over 10 million copies. Which I thought wow. was pretty cool. Cause yeah, that's not, that's not too bad. It's really good. Really good. Not too bad. <laughs> it, I, I know a lot of people who play Stardew Valley, so... And I've been trying to get it. I want to get into Stardew Valley when I get more money too. So, good game. I'm told it good. Good People on you, dude. That, that that's that's a fantastic milestone for for a game like that. All right. Well, I think is our historian in the building yet? Uh, yeah, he's ready to roll whenever you're ready for him. All right. Oh, you have it on the soundboard now, shit. Hello and welcome to this day in gaming history. We will start off with this day in 1999. Castlevania 64 was released in the United States. This day in 2000, Crazy Taxi was released to the Dreamcast in Japan. This day in 2004, Sonic Heroes was released to the Xbox and PlayStation 2 in the United States. This day in 2005, Yoshi Touch and Go was released to the Nintendo DS in Taiwan and Japan. This day in 2006, Mario Luigi Partners in Time was released in many different national regions of the world. Right. And, and, I'm sorry, hold on. This day in 2017, Color Guardians was released for the PS Vita in Japan. And the PS4 as well. And that's will about do it for this installment of This Day in Gaming History. Alright, thank you, Vito. So we're going to cut it here and go into our next segment. We will be right back. Welcome back, you guys, to the next segment of the show. We will talk about what we've been up to the last week or so, video game-wise, or anything else we would like to bring up. Riley, what have you been doing? Uh, let's see. I I don't think I've talked about beating Sword and Shield on Pixels yet. No. 
Okay, I beat Sword and Shield. <laughs> well, it's Shield, but... Congratulations. You know what I mean. Finally. Thank you. <laughs> I've, I've not touched... I've not finished the post-game yet, because after I beat it, I haven't really touched it that much because I've been doing other things, so I do not have my Shield Doggo just yet. I should rectify that fairly soon. But yeah, that's po- Pokemon Shield. I beat the game. It's pretty good, I guess. Um, the the episode after next, the Variety Hour, we're going to get into detailed Sword and Shield stuff, so you'll hear my main thoughts there. But yeah, Switch is done. I beat the game. And I think a lot of the stuff I've done has been Pokemon-centric this week. Uh, I know Colo's about to yell at me when I retell the story and say how bad I am at Pokemon, but um, sometime yesterday, I started a Pokemon Sun Nuzlocke, and I continued it today, and I went to the trainer school, and after I got my trainer school encounter, I had four Pokemon. I had a Rowlet, I had a Picky Peck, I had a Rattata, and I had a Magnemite. And now, the thing about the trainer school in the original Sun and Moon is if you don't pick Litten, it is very hard to kill the trainer school teacher's Magnemite. Especially when you're playing under the Nuzlocke rules I was playing under where I couldn't use potions unless my opponent did. And the teacher does not have potions. So she sent out her Magnemite. My plan was to wear it down as much as possible with my Magnemite, which obviously wasn't that much because it was resistant. And then try to wear it down more with my Rattata. It resisted everything, so I don't need to mention that it was resistant. But I worded it down a little bit more with my Rattata and finished it off with my Rowlet. But the problem was, all of my Pokemon were at like red health to, ye- to low yellow after I finished off the Magnemite. And the teacher also has a level 9 Meowth. And that level 9 Meowth outsped everything on my team. And I was playing on set, so I didn't get my free switch in into my Picky Pack, and he got two shot. And then everything else got one shot because it was in yellow to red, so I lost. So that was the ill-fated Sun Nuzlocke. I'll give it another attempt tomorrow. <laughs> you deserve that. You you 100% deserve that. that because you are horrible at Pokemon. Hey, hey, Gingy. What? What started did you pick in Sun and Moon? Who do you think? It was Poplio, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Tell me that Magnemite was not hard to beat. I didn't struggle. <laughs> How did you not? He had all his PP. It resists everything. <laughs> it resists everything you could possibly have up to that point. I did not struggle. If you were good at the game, it, you wouldn't struggle. Exactly. Gosh. Oh, jeez. Love you. Love you, Riley. <laughs> Maybe if you're overleveled and have potions, but I was trying to do like a good challenge run. That's fair. Anyway, then the last thing I can think of is today. 
Today, first of all, I have two little swings with this game today. I tried to test Streamlabs OBS with Twitch streaming. I fucked with a Pokemon Platinum randomizer Deslock. And both the emulator and the stream were running poorly, so I kind of gave up on that. And today, I fucked with the settings on Streamlabs to, like, lower the quality so that perhaps it doesn't fucking kill itself. I've yet to test that, but I also went and I optimized the settings for the emulator, and I booted up my ROM of normal Pokemon Platinum to test it. And I kind of got sucked in and started actually, like, playing. So, I played for a little bit. I got to the Orberg City, and right up until right before I got into this call to record this podcast, I was training for the first gym. I've already got a party of six because I usually get a party of six super early because I'm used to having that sort of variety because I've played Nuzlocke a lot more recently, so even when I'm not playing Nuzlocke, I want to have a full party so I have, like, options. So let's see if I can remember my whole party and their nicknames. The nickname theme I went with was I went with a naming theme based around my favorite YouTuber, Monkey Jones, characters and people who are associated with him. I have my starter, Shimchar, whose name is Mamkashi. He's, he's good. I like Shimchar. He's a good fire monkey. I have a Starly, whose name is Turkey Tom. He's now a Staravia, actually evolved right before I started this podcast. I have a Geodude named Geomeda. I have a Machop named Nate. I have a Psyduck named Sheepover. And I have a Shinx named Erich, and that's my party. And I also have a Bidoof named Lou in the box who's going to be the HM slave. And I'm just about finishing up my grinding to take on Rourke. So I'm sure you'll hear how that went along with the next couple of gyms because I'm I'm playing with a lot of speed up, so I'm sure I'll be decently far in by the next time you hear about it. And yeah, that's Pokemon Platinum so far, and I'd say that's about it for my games besides what I recorded for BitChute. But you can go watch that for yourself on the Pixel Media BitChute. All right, Odin, what have you been doing? Well, I've been playing Pokemon, obviously Pokemon Sword. Been breeding still, trying to get a uh, shiny Delmise. I am really getting up there, uh, starting, I guess, starting to. Still haven't finished uh, breeding for a shiny Larvitar. I'm in the 1700s for eggs. Um, I have been playing Minecraft because I've been trying to take it a little easy here lately uh, while I'm waiting for the next uh, upcoming endgame event for Destiny 2 for Crimson Days for Valentine's. Um, that's really all I've been doing, honestly. That, that's all. Nothing crazy. Short and sweet. Uh, Stardust, what have you been doing? Um, this is going to sound sacrilegious, but I don't play Pokemon, guys. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, we were having a conversation earlier 
about chaos and the video games that I play, they're made for chaos. So I've been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto and The Sims 4. Uh, both of which that I will actively use cheats on and uh, actively break the law in every way I can. Uh, I don't even, I, honestly, I'm not even paying attention to the storyline for Grand Theft Auto. I'm just causing mayhem and destruction and giving everybody giant heads and, uh, you know, the, the usual stuff. Um I remember bringing up with Jinji whenever we were talking about me being a guest on here that, uh, what was it that I said that, um, so what if I want to get a health buff from having a hooker in my car and then shoot her and get my money back afterwards? <laughs> you can't judge me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, valid strategy. Valid strategy. <laughs> it's clever. <laughs> I know I know that's a very adult game, though, and I know that uh, whenever I was a kid, I actually got into trouble for playing it because my dad had walked in on me beating the snot out of an elderly woman with a bat, and uh, I wasn't allowed to play with it after that, so <laughs> I get lots of my aggression out by uh, making my coworkers on my sims and drowning them or finding other ways to kill them. Um, <laughs> And of course, the money cheats. That's that's the main thing I use is the money cheats. And uh, I'll change the season to wintertime and put them in the swimming pool and trap them in like mazes and shit. So that they freeze to death in the water before they can solve the maze. And <laughs> that's about it, though. <laughs> all right. With all that brutal, brutal, just dark shit aside. Colo, what have you been doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not much. I don't think I can top any of that. But, uh... Let's see. I've been playing Pokemon. Uh, it has been 1,400 eggs until since my last Shiny. I should... Fuck. I'm gonna restart that, Gigi. Hi, my name is Colo. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Colo. It has been I'm, I'm a new host here on Pixel Polygon. I, I, I was going for more of an AA vibe with the way I said the eggs. It, it has been 1,400 eggs since my last shiny. <laughs> Congratulations on your shiny sobriety, Colo. <laughs> Oh, you should have me before you decided to reset yourself, because I could have done this. Pocket sand. Pocket sand. Pocket sand. Anyway, so, I'm still searching for a shiny. It has been 1,400 eggs, and I'm getting real sick and tired of it. Uh, Game Freak, where's my fucking shiny? Please, just give me one. All it's I want is one, and I will be happy. It's been 1,400 anyway. eggs since I've had a shiny. <laughs> Polo, don't give it to your Polo, don't give it to your addiction. You can get you, you never I have can get to have a shiny again, Polo. It will be better for your health. <laughs> anyway, so Yeah, very long shiny hunt. You're driving your friends and families longest, away with your but, shiny uh, addiction. But anyway, so that being said. Uh, I've been playing Dokkan. 
I got so Jinji. I got the uh, STR Vegeta and Bulma card. Not the free to play. Not the free to play one. The summonable one. When that Vegeta, if he gets hit, you see a little image of my Bulma getting smacked. Yes, the STR one, not yes, the free to play one. That's my favorite one. Uh, from Weekend Summon, I actually pulled the uh, Demon King Piccolo card. Ooh. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited because I needed, I needed one. I needed someone from the Dragon Ball Saga, and and two, I needed another Namekian. There's events with Namekians, and I don't have any other than like a single Piccolo. Um, let's see, who else did I pull? Oh, the biggest one that I pulled was I pulled the uh, the Int, the uh, Ultra Instinct Goku card, the transforming one. Nice. Very happy about that card. I've wanted that card for a while. Uh, going on to the other Dragon Ball game. Koa is back on back on Legends after like a year hiatus. But uh, I pulled the Kid Boo and then Jinji, I don't know if you saw because you or you and DJ didn't you or DJ did not respond to it. So I don't know if it's a good card. I'm sure it's a good card because it looks dope. But I pulled a sparking Golden Frieza card from Resurrection F movie. If you have other of Frieza's Frieza's family, you can make a good squad with him. I'm just going for power at this point. I don't know how to play this game. (laughs) I think my team consists of uh, Super Gogeta, Barlot, or not not Barlot, uh, Shallot. Yeah. You just Uh, Shallot to Super Saiyan? He's not Super Saiyan yet. (laughs) Oh, spoiler. Oh well, yeah, I already know. He can go Super Saiyan. You spoiled that like, like six months ago when you got it. So I got Shalot, Super Gogeta from the movie, the the Fusion movie, not the new one, the old old Gogeta. Uh, is this a rare one? Yeah, I got Super Saiyan two Goku, uh, Standard Vegeta, Super Saiyan. Bardock, and then I have the Golden Frieza on there just because it, it's a really good. It looks like a really good card, and I can one shot a lot of the characters early on. Um, other than that, not much else. I've oh well, I guess the new thing since since I didn't, I don't think I said anything last week. Ladies and gentlemen, Pokemon Clover is back on the Cold Shoe YouTube channel. Back by popular demand and Riley bitching at me to bring it back, it is back. So, the newest episode was uploaded this past weekend, because this comes out on Monday. Watch Clover. Wait, what'd you say, Colo? What? What'd you just say? Pokemon Clover is back on the Colochu YouTube channel. Oh. Yeah, so episode episode 33 was uploaded uh, on Saturday. So definitely go check that out. Clover will... I don't, I don't know when it's going to come to an end, but 
definitely see it's going to be a lot more fast-paced than it used to be, because I actually know what I'm doing now. So, yeah, that's about it for me. All right, well, I haven't really done done much. I mean, I've played Pokemon Go primarily, did a little bit of Dokkan. I haven't gotten shit. Um, been playing, honestly, besides playing Pokemon Shield, I did hatch a shiny hidden ability uh, rufflet that's now a Braviary. Flex. America. That's its name. Glorious fucking bird. But, um... America! Fuck yeah! Freedom bird! Sound bit. <laughs> God damn it. But, um... What else? What else have I done? And honestly, that about covers it. I haven't done a lot this week. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to cut it here and jump into our topic. We will be right back. Welcome back to the third segment of the show. We will... Pick a topic about anything under the video game sun and have a discussion about it. Colo, what are we doing? Aww. We're talking about the history of Nintendo consoles. Woo! Woo. Huh. Let's Nintendo. get more hyped about it. Let's get more hyped about it. Woo! <laughs> Whoa! Yeah! Yeah, Nintendo! Oh, oh, oh! Nintendo! Okay. I'll I'll start off, I guess. That makes things nice. So we're gonna start all the way back in 1977, fam. Oof. So, uh, yeah. Um, in 1977, Nintendo dropped uh their uh, I believe it was pretty much one of their first one uh first actual like console styled unit it was called the color tv game nintendo uh there weren't what any the fuck? Mm-hmm. there weren't any cartridges there's no discs for it there were f- uh typically five preloaded games uh i think there was like five preloaded games on this little thing it was bright orange like construction orange or hunting orange one of the two however you want to look at it uh, and it would plug into your tv and uh, you could play games on it. There are these little paddles on there too. Uh, it was pretty awesome, actually. I've never tried one, but it looks cool and old, and like it could break. I feel like dur- if you had any bit of Doritos on your fingers, it would get messed up quickly. Well, not just Doritos, but it, like I'm looking at it too. Mm-hmm. It looks like if you just held it in your hand, it would immediately crumble into dust. <laughs> It seriously, it looks so old that like it's a Thanos snap, just like pretty much. Like I don't feel so good, Mister Stark. (laughs) Like if you just look at it funny, it's just gonna disintegrate. (laughs) We need need a Photoshop of uh, dying, fading away Spider Man, but like with the fucking color TV game photoshopped over his face. Lol. Yeah. So that was a uh, yep 
It was just a little rectangle thing with two paddles with a little twisty knob on the top. That's all it was. Got a game on there called Light Tennis, which was basically Pong. All right, let's do the next one. Well, who has a favorite? Like Nintendo accessory or console or anything. Like, what is your favorite thing that Nintendo came out with? Switch. Obviously the Mm -hmm. Switch, but since that's so new, uh, it's got to be the Game Boy Advance SP. I like the Game Boy Advance Micro. I forgot about the micro. Mm-hmm. Tiny little thing. God, Tiny it was so fucker. cool. It was so nice. The screen was small, but you could you could swap out the faceplates. You could carry that thing anywhere. I kind of want to go back and get one. I, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go find another Game Boy Micro. Do it. I have to. Um, I'm gonna do it now. My favorite thing Nintendo's ever came out with is probably the Nintendo Wii. The Nintendo Wii is just so... It's so good. It was so successful, and there's a reason for that. It's perfect for, like, anyone. There's a reason Wiis are fucking everywhere. Like, they're in fucking... They're everywhere, my guy. They There's millions of them. Everyone has had a Wii or has a Wii. They have Wiis in, like, every fucking, like... Place in a place with TV. Like an entertainment place. Wii's are everywhere, and there's a reason for that. The Wii's great. The Wii prints money. It's good. Oh, God. The Game Boy Micro is expensive. <laughs> Rick, it's sad. It's still like, it's still like $200. Because I didn't make that many of them. God, you guys make me feel old. I had a like when like the first Game Boy, and mm-hmm. it, like it black and white, they were all pixelated and everything. And uh, I remember it didn't have a backlight, and so you had to have like a light source, and like you could buy the extra uh, little headlamp that would go on it. Oh yeah. But, I wasn't that cool, so I <laughs> I didn't have the headlamp, but uh, <laughs> I remember being on these long car rides as a kid, and uh, whenever they're driving at night, the only time I could see the screen was whenever we'd pass over a streetlight, and <laughs> I beat so many games doing it that way, just stopping and then going and then stopping and going. I have to say, though, I think my favorite console was the GameCube. I think that I think that, that was just really iconic. And, uh... End of the day, folks. <laughs> I know that, that I, I hang around a lot of people who don't like Nintendo. Like, you guys are a rare breed to come across people that really like Nintendo. Because the people that I've talked to... They want to tell me about how it's just all the same games over and over again. And, you know, I, I was I went on a rant about this with Jinji. Was that uh, the reason was, was because game developers aren't able to 
use the new technology. The same so, game over and over again. Yeah, so I mean, what the same people who say they like Call of Duty, fuck off. <laughs> Some Call of Duties are drastically different. Shut up, Gingy. Not a lot of them are, but like, they, they are. They are. They're not like, different enough to be grandstanding about how Nintendo is the same game. <laughs> or if you want to bring up re-releasing same game, fucking talk to Bethesda and Skyrim. <laughs> well, the thing is, is because my rant is about how the technology for Nintendo moves so much further ahead than other consoles that they end up flopping. Or they're not really that popular because it's just, it's it's Smash again. Or it's another Mario Party game. Or, you know, so. They all feel different enough. Like, it's oh, just yeah. the same. Yeah, it's just a game in the same series. Like, all of them have their own innovations. Like, Mario games all feel drastically different because they all innovate in different ways. And mm-hmm. it's just... And that's the same with every other Nintendo franchise. Obviously, they keep the same formula because that's what works, but they all have innovations to make themselves their own. I remember making the comment that uh, I really like the Wii U. That That's the system that I have right now is the Wii U. And I love that I can play with a touch screen in my hands, like on the controller. I love that I can move from using my TV to using my controller and just the controller or using the controller as a different screen for multiplayer games. Or um, I know that uh, whenever I play Mario Kart, the touchscreen is the steering wheel and you can punch the button to make the horn go off and shit like that. I think that that's really cool. I think that's really neat. Or like for the Legend of Zelda games where they have where you can like look at your tools and look at your maps and everything on the touch screen as opposed to having to bring up a new window on the TV. And the problem I really like the Wii U. Everybody hates the Wii U. I don't know why. It's such a good I love it. It's a good system. It suffered I really from love that it. it suffered from bad marketing and perhaps being a little bit technically inferior to its competition, but like that's always the on Wii Nintendo's U, The Wii U is just a beta switch. No, it's, <laughs> it's its own thing. The Wii U is just a beta it's switch. It's its own thing. It's its, it's own just thing. a beta switch. It's just a beta Does switch. Does the Switch have another screen? <laughs> the Wii U is only a paperweight <laughs> I need to put on my PS2 so I can play games. Whatever, loser. <laughs> shut up. The Wii U is great. Wii U is great. I'm a Karen on this one. Thank you for yeah. backing me up in this endless war. You got. I got you. I got your back, okay? You guys are allowed to be wrong, but <laughs> like I always say on whenever Riley gives an opinion on this show, I always like to say everybody's entitled to their own wrong opinion. Well, whenever I give an opinion on the show, regardless of what it is, it's always wrong. <laughs> oh man! That's like you guys were talking about the Wii, and. Who else? What other console had motion control at that time? Um, no. Back then? PlayStation 2. The uh, PlayStation 2 had the, had the remotes for that? 
I did not know that. Uh, this is three. this isn't actually like motion <sighs> controls. Uh, I'm talking but, about uh, motion control, motherfucker. Okay, I'm talking about. No, like, God. In hold on, hold TV. on. You gotta hear me out. You gotta hear I'm me out. The, <laughs> the Game Boy Advance with Yoshi with uh, the the Yoshi Topsy Turvy. I'm sorry. Use the correct title. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yoshi's gravitate. What is it? Univ Yoshi's universal, universal gravitation. gravitation. <laughs> that I mean, I know it's not actual like motion controls but like it was it was something ahead of its time because you had to tilt the game boy to get it to get the game to actually work that game was hard too god damn that was hard i'm talking about comparing nintendo to things like playstation or xbox oh yeah okay you know what i mean like I mean, Xbox had the Kinect, but... Yeah, but that was shit. Well, yeah, that it was, was shit. <laughs> the Kinect flopped, like, really badly. Everybody do the... F <laughs> Xbox Kinect. It's a good webcam, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the tagline. It's not even a good webcam. <laughs> I'm told it's a good webcam, and that's all it is. Basically. Jinji, <laughs> <laughs> whenever you want to get rid of, whenever you want to get rid of one of your sound bits, you just go pocket sand and it goes away. Garage. <laughs> Jinji, <laughs> that's what. Whoa. Anyway, yeah. back back on topic. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I was on something and then I got off of it. Because people like to interrupt. Jinji's <laughs> <Gigi's> pocket sand. <laughs> All that pocket sand. <laughs> pocket sand. All right, let's 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 get back on. Let's. No. <laughs> Odin Hush, we'll have our pocket sand tangent for as long as we want to. No. No. You guys are awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so real quickly, so we can have like a a decent discussion about like literally anything. Since yeah. we are doing the history of the Nintendo consoles, I'm just gonna go and list off the ones and when they were released, and then we can have a discussion about any of them afterward. Just so everybody who's listening is aware of all the consoles that Nintendo has released. Okay. So so Odin started with the uh, Nintendo Color TV game, where if you look at it, it just disintegra dis disintegrates into dust. Uh, in <laughs> in uh, 1983, we had the Nintendo Entertainment System, or N NES. Uh, next, in the next in 1990, we had the Super Nintendo Enter Entertainment System, or SNES. Then in 1996, we had the Nintendo 64. Uh, in 2001, we had the Ga Nintendo GameCube. Woot! In two what was that? I said Woot. I love the GameCube. My favorite. 
In uh, 2006, we had the Wii. In 2012, they released the, the Beta Switch, or some people like to call it the Wii U. And as a, and in 2017, they released the Alpha Switch, also known as the Nintendo Switch. Uh, regarding handheld consoles, they had the Game & Watch in... Oh, it doesn't say. 1991. Yeah, 91. They had the original Game Boy in... Uh, Game & Watch was a, seri a series of individual handheld games that ran from 1980 to 1991. Yeah. Yeah, what he said. So, the original Game Boy, which was released in Japan in 1989. <laughs> uh, the Virtual Boy. For, and then next was in uh, 1998 was the Game Boy Color. and 2001 was the Game Boy Advanced. Then the Nintendo DS in 2004. Nintendo 3DS. Nintendo 3DS in 2011. And... The Switch Lite in 2019. God, was it really 2011 DS came out? Yeah, the... No, the DS was... The 3DS was 2011. The actual DS was released in 2004. I feel so old. You want to feel even older, Odin? I was two. I was two. Oh, God. Riley, I am so sorry. <laughs> I was 14. Y'all fucking boomers over here. I was going to high school, man. Same. I was a toddler. Yeah. Oh, I completely <sighs> forgot. There was a second redesign of the Nintendo DS called the the uh, Nintendo yeah. DSi, which was released in 2008. Uh-huh. I had that one. I had the Nintendo I had a uh, the light blue DSi and then the Nintendo DSi XL. The I think I've owned one. almost every variant of a DS. Same. I think the the only variants I haven't owned, there's probably a few, but like I've owned a lot of them. I never owned the original DS. My first one was the Lite. Uh, I had the I DSi. The I had the DSi XL. I had the 3DS XL. I had the 2DS. And that's I it. The 2DS. I remember that shit. Um, I think the only DS that I did not have was when uh, it was after they brought out the uh, 3DS and the 2DS. They brought the uh, air quotes here new 3DS that had a little uh, little right thumbstick that was really like a oh I want the new 3DS so like bad BlackBerry thumb rollerball, but it wasn't a rollerball. It was just touch that sensitive. That makes it playing Super Smash Bros. 4 on 3DS so much fucking easier. I thought you couldn't yes. use that stick in Smash 3DS. That's what I heard. Yes, you can. Okay. But yeah, um, I really want the new 3DS. If I ever like get some money in my pocket that I'm not using for something else, because th I've heard the 3D on the new 3DS works a lot better. I've heard, I've seen that the new 3DS is laid out pretty nicely. That Galaxy one I want. And also, it has Super Nintendo emulation, and I think, no, not GBA. That was like an exclusive for like pre-orders or something for the original 3DS. But it does have Super Nintendo emulation, which is cool. 
and it runs better and has better 3D. Yeah. Serious. Do uh, I need to do the uh, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald uh, virtual console games for the Switch? I don't know. G- game Game Freak needs to just like be like, hey, here's this $60 game that's literally just all the Pokemon games for your Switch, and they would make bank. God, they would. Maybe maybe it has to be split into two games, like Mega Man Legacy Quest. And, like, you could probably fit everything up to Gen 5 onto one cartridge, and then Gen 6 and 7 would be on another one. Sure. Can we just take a minute to really appreciate the Virtual Boy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> we cannot okay. take a minute to appreciate the Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No denying it's a terrible, terrible system. But for that early of a time, for somebody to be thinking, hey, we need to have a system that does virtual reality, that's that's cool. Oh, yeah. Virtual reality <laughs> right now at this moment is rush technology that wasn't ready to come out yet. Never mind fucking cool 1985. It's cool as fuck, too. <laughs> I don't it's care awesome. if it was rushed. I love virtual reality. Virtual reality was rushed out to get a quick buck, and it's not Ooh, where it remember, should be. Remember to remind me in the, in the bullshit segment. I, I, I have story. Oh, yay! You have a tail to regale us with, Ginger. I, you know, it sounds weird, but my favorite, honestly, my favorite console for Nintendo is GameCube. It always will be, and my favorite Hell handheld, yeah. my favorite handheld for Nintendo will always be the Game Boy Micro. It always will be. I just I like Game Boy Advance games mostly because I enjoyed the Pokemon games uh, during that time. I really did. Plus, uh, GameCube had a Mega Man X Command mission, is, which is one of my most favorite Mega Man games of all, all time. Because Isn't it was Mega RPG. Man X Command mission a turn-based RPG? Yeah! I and really want to play it, because I'm a big turn-based RPG guy. You're forgetting, Odin, another great Mega Man game that is on the GameCube. What? Mega the Man Battle, Battle Network, Network Transmission. Oh, yeah! That's right. Isn't it? Isn't that one like a platformer? Yeah, it's a platformer. Okay, so I actually think I don't know if this was like super intentional, but I think like the role reversal that the GameCube gave those Mega Man series is cool. That instead of getting a Battle Network RPG and an X platformer, we got an X RPG and a Battle Network platformer on the GameCube. I really want to see Jinji do Mega Man and Base for the bit shoot because I've heard it's notoriously hard. Yeah. I've beaten it before. I did not have a fun time doing it. It's it's well, a, it's difficult. After we after we finish let's play pending announcement, we're doing Mega Man Base, I'm forcing you. Yeah, we'll see. But uh I guess I have not given my favorite Nintendo console besides besides the GameCube giving us hands down the absolute Best Zelda of all time being Twilight Princess. Woo! I love me my Game Boy Color. 
That was the first console Brian, I, I ever I, I, owned. I need, ex- I need expert confirmation on this. Expert Continue, but I'm, I'm looking something up. Or I'm... I will get a hold of Miss Zelda herself, and she will say it is indeed. And Jason is wrong, by the way. <laughs> yes, he said what the best Zelda is. Yeah. He's wrong. But, Isn't uh, his favorite Wind Waker? I, I have no idea. But yeah, Game Boy Color, first console I ever had. Pokemon Red, I credit I credit the Game Boy Color for getting me into video gaming. I actually had a Game Boy Color when I was a kid that my grandma bought me at a yard sale. And the weird memory I have is that like the first two games... The first two games I had for it were really shitty, but I have, like, fond memories of them because they were, like, my two games for the Game Boy Color. And that was, um, I had Tasmania, I think it was the second Tasmania game, Tasmania 2, if I remember correctly. I had the Tasmania game. It might have been Tasmania 3. It was a Tasmania video game. Uh, And (laughs) I had... The cheap Game Boy Color port of Mortal Kombat 4. So that was interesting. Huh. And then, right. I've told this story on the podcast before, but for like new listeners who haven't heard it, yes, Jason's favorite is Windward. <laughs> also, the story is that I... <laughs> I, w- I went to a gym... A gym as a kid, or my mom went to the gym, and she would leave me in like the gym daycare place. And they had Game Boy Colors and, like, a bin of, like, Game Boy Color games. And I, they had Pokemon Silver. And I, I left the Game Boys, obviously, because I had my own Game Boy. But I put Pokemon Silver in my own Game Boy and I played it. And my mother walks into the daycare place and was like, we have to go right now. Right at this moment. I'm like, hold on, Mom. I've got this game. Calm down with the soundboards, kids. <laughs> so, so my mom's like, we have to go right now, right at this moment. So I leave with Pokemon Silver in the Game Boy Color, and it just so happens that we like never went to that gym again for like a year and a half. And at that point, I, I just kept the game. So I wanted to talk. About the Super Nintendo real quick. Because the Super Nintendo had a couple of big classics on it that I wanted to mention. Super Mario World is really good. It was a crazy fucking step up from the NES Mario games. And was it a launch title? It was supposed to be, at least. I remember seeing a news story from the 90s when the Super Nintendo came out. That was very funny because, like, video games were, like, a new beast, kind of. So people didn't understand the concept of, like, there being a next generation of consoles that you had to go and buy another console. So there was just, like, this controversial news story about how you have to buy an entire another $200 console to play the next Mario game. And this is, like, a big controversy. Like... How could we afford another console? We just bought this one. And we want to play the new Mario game. 
And then Yoshi's Island, obviously, I have to mention for a second, because I sing Yoshi's Island's praises a whole lot, because it's, like, one of the most just, like, bring happy games of all time. It's just so wholesome and happy and good. And the Super Nintendo in general just had a really good aesthetic. Like, the sprite art was always beautiful. And, yeah, the Super Nintendo... I'm glad Super Nintendo games are on the Switch, because they deserve a new generation of love. Anyhow, there we go. I did it, Gingy. All right, well, that being said, we are going to drop it here and go into our bullshit. We will be right back. Welcome back, you guys, to the bullshit segment of the show. So, yeah, bullshit away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. I know. I know the feeling, Odin. <laughs> it's just one of those days, man. Just kind of like, yes, it is. Yeah, it, it seems like it's one of those days for a good, good, good portion of you. I did way too much driving today in one sitting. Why'd you I drive did. so much? I am not at liberty to discuss. Gigi. <laughs> I'm not at liberty to discuss. The way the way he's playing this off, it's like some like crazy secret. I'm sure it's something like super monotonous. It's probably uh, I, classified. I can't, I can't tell you. Yeah, it's classified as something I can't tell you. Oh, hush, Dingy, do they... they no, my they recruit... normal response would be... <laughs> they, rec they recruited Jinji as a secret agent, and now he's got to fight all the ninjas to defeat the evil... I fucking Stop forgot it. to do it again. I need to watch the movie of the next millennium. Uh, the, the whatever the priest... The Pastor. The Velocipastor. Yeah, Velocipastor. I heard. We gotta, do a, we, gotta do a we gotta do a Pixels movie night for that, cause um, I don't know if you know how this works, Jindy, but if everybody in the chat is on PC, you can stream a you can stream a game, quote unquote, to the uh, to the chat, but you can set Google Chrome as a game. So if you can find it online, we can do like a Pixels movie night, and then if we all get on PC, we can watch it together. That would be cute. That'd be fun. And we could watch the Velocipaster. It'd be great. Man, it should be... It should be fun. So, I was promised a story during this part. Yes, Jinji has to oh, regale yeah. us in the tale. What story? Gigi, you said remind you at the end of the bullshit segment and you have a story. <laughs> oh, I, I had no idea. Good job. I have a story. I'm assuming. It, it'll probably come back to me. I have a Tell story about a weed. Tell us your story, Stardust. So, uh, whenever I was a kid, I know, years and years ago, um, me and my little brother, we had the weed for the first time. And they had all these warnings and all these things telling you to put the wrist strap on. Well, of course, I did not read any instructions, and I ended up throwing the controller into my TV. 
and uh, <laughs> it didn't break it. It was a uh, it it was one of the, it wasn't a plasma TV. It was like an LCD or something like that. But up in the corner, there was like this bruise of color that never went away because I slammed it so hard into the corner of my TV. And I remember we, uh, I don't remember what the game was called, but it was, it was like part of the things that just kind of came with the Wii U. It was like the Wii Fit type things. And uh, I was, I was using a sword and uh, I lost my grip on the controller and I, Oh, I got grounded for so long. I never, I never wore the wish straps as a kid, but luckily that never happened to me. I just never, I was just lucky, I guess. Well, some of us have frog hands, okay? <laughs> we, we, we sweat. <laughs> now I have a story that has to do with our special guest. I, this is one of my like favorite moments because like. The Pixels community, the Pixels fan base is a relatively small one, but the interactions I've had with that fan base have been really fun. And one of them is the only other time I've interacted interacted with Miss Stardust when she was more than a little under the influence of perhaps some beverages of a kind. Apple juice. Apple juice. Some adult, she was under the influence of some adult apple juice, and we were playing <laughs> Fortnite, and it was very... <laughs> Jesus Christ, Gingy. <laughs> but yeah, Gingy was there and we were playing Fortnite and Miss Stardust was intoxicated and it was a very funny night. It was a very like it was like it was late at night, it was very like sleepy and laughy and it was very fun. Surprise, motherfucker. Stop it. Well, thank you. I'm I'm happy that I stood out in your memory because I don't recall this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising. Not surprising. No, I I vaguely vaguely remember being drunk and walking Gingy through playing the Jurassic Park game. I think it was right after that that I got on. And we all played Fortnite. I don't remember ever playing Fortnite. I. I it had to have been someone else holding the controller and I just had the headset or something. Cause <laughs> it might have been, but there was Fortnite played and we were talking and we were drunk. Well, that's nice. <laughs> not, not, not quite to the level of people being drunk story as a drunk karaoke floor cola, but no, up there, no, up no. there. But well, that's a story for a different day. Can you guys calm down with the soundboard? That's all Gingy. We need to initiate... We need to have, like, a contract for, like, a no. limited number of soundboard uses per episode. No. Gingy, you get ten. You get ten uses. My show, I do what I want. One, two, it's three, gonna four, get, five, six, It's seven, gonna get annoying. Ten, Soundboard's gonna annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Riley. <laughs> Stardust, this is what happens all the time. 
since they start, since they discovered the soundboard, they've done nothing but irritate Riley with it. So it's been it's been fun. And, forgive and me, he doesn't forgive me for wanting a somewhat professional podcast that doesn't we have never doesn't said this show was professional. We Not have never said that we were professional. We do this because we but we should try to be professional. It can be fun without the abuse of the soundboard. Anyway. Hush, Odin. Wow. Wow, that was rude. What? (laughs) Shut up, Gingy. Rude. 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 Rude Rude with three O's, sir. Riley, behave. (laughs) Riley, Riley behave. behave. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Gingy. Gingy, you're the host and the show. This has been <laughs> Pixels, yeah, Polygons, been, and Fun. What, the 79th episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun? Oh, wait, we, we gotta plug all of ourselves. Riley, where can they find Yeah, you? yeah. Uh, um, find me on Twitter at RileyTweets. On Twitch at twitch.tv slash RileyStreams. If I don't get distracted tomorrow, I should be streaming on there for a decent amount of time. Because I gotta work through Kingdom Hearts before March so that Penguin will buy me Mystery Dungeon. And, um, what else? Oh, we, we got Pokemon Variety Hour wherever podcasts are found, as long as that's either Stitcher or Spotify. I don't know why I said wherever podcasts are found. Those are the only two places you can find it. And I guess, um, Radio Public and Listen Notes and, like, pocket casts but 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 mainly stitcher and spotify those are the two big places you can find it just use spotify spotify is the easiest to use um there's the riley podcast mega feed the home of all independently produced riley podcasts can be found on stitcher spotify or at anchor.fm slash riley mega feed it teaches podcasts such as the recently returning largest issue in the galaxy Riley and Ian movie review podcast and archives of the late great Peggy Color board. Go subscribe. Go subscribe to the Riley podcast mega feed. There's going to be weekly episodes of Largest Issue in the Galaxy coming back in full force, unedited, mind you, but whatever. We're doing what we can, along with spattered movie reviews and other stuff down the corner. Don't you mean down the line? Down the line. Shut up, Cole. <laughs> It'd be down the line around the corner. Down the line around the corner. Got it. All right. Colo, where can they find you? You can find me on YouTube as Colo Chu. You can find me on YouTube as Colo Chu. You can find me on Twitch. I did a live stream on Saturday, which live streams there. I don't know why I did it on Twitch. Probably because YouTube is stupid with live streams and wouldn't let me live stream that day. But you can find me on Twitch as ColoChu54. Uh, you can find the, me on Twitter as ColoChu54 as well. Go off so, the bottom go, of Twitch stream because ColoFaceCam. Yeah, Colo, Colo face cam. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it, though. The VOD, shouldn't it automatically appear? Or unless you didn't set it that way, shit. I don't know how to. I don't know how to Twitch. I know how to YouTube. That's why I use YouTube because it automatically goes 
and creates a video for your any live stream I will that you make. I will check if the, I will check if the bot exists. I will give it a look. If if it doesn't show up, I'll just do a live stream. I'll just figure out how to live stream on YouTube again and do face cam that day. Color cam. Color cam. I like that. Oh, all right. Odin, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at ByOdinsBeard. Odin with two N's, not one. Riley. I fixed it. I fixed it. It's okay. That's all. That's the only place you can find me right now that matters. All right. Stardust, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter as well. I'm on, uh, my handle is Stardust underscore Bard. Uh, I mostly post about Dungeons and Dragons themes. All right. You can find Followed. me. <laughs> you can I find me on my personal Twitter at Raging Gingy. You can follow the show if you have uh, podcast. For any questions, comments, concerns, or topic suggestions besides dropping it in the Discord, you can email the show directly at ppandfpodcast at gmail.com. So, with that being said, this has been the 79th episode of Pixels, Polygons, and Fun. Video game podcast, we talk about anything under the video game sun. I have been your pocket sand host, Jinji. <laughs> I've been Odin. I've been slowly g- grived into insanity. <laughs> I've been your recovering shiny addict, Colo Two. Jesus. I should. Say, I should. Yeah. I guess but. I'm Stardust. So, bye bye. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.